Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about the Merriam-Webster Word of the Year and the germiest places in airports, just in time for your flight home. But first, the press corps was not pleased with Sarah Huckabee Sanders at her latest White House press briefing Tuesday. So displeased, in fact, that they didn't hesitate to tell Sanders to quote, do your job, Sarah. Listen here. One minute briefing, Sarah. This do your job, Sarah. Ooh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders' latest presser lasted only 15 minutes, a short time by other administration standards. White House press briefings were a daily or near-daily occurrence in both the Bush and the Obama administrations, and also occurred frequently at the beginning of the Trump administration. Over the past year, however, Sanders' briefings have become more and more scarce, and as NPR notes, briefer over time. Her previous briefing had been 21 days earlier, on November 27th. The decrease in formal press conferences, however, comes as President Donald Trump has increasingly spoken for himself, many times giving off-the-cuff commentary on the news of the day as he crosses the White House lawn to Air Force or Marine One. And the Merriam-Webster Word of the Year is here. Justice. The dictionary chose the term justice based on the number of times it was looked up on its website, but it's also a sign of the times. The publisher explained in a press release, behind the uptick in searches for the word is the staggering amount of news coverage of the Justice Department, as well as its prominence in national debates throughout the year. Social and criminal justice have been particularly hot topics in 2018. And of course, there's President Donald Trump's Twitter account. According to Merriam-Webster, there was a, quote, spike in lookups of obstruction of justice in August, when President Trump tweeted his wish for Attorney General Jeff Sessions to stop the Mueller investigation, unquote. But justice wasn't the only term on the minds of many people this year. Another contender for the top spot was Lodestar. And the passings of prominent people also influenced search habits, including respect for singer Aretha Franklin, Excelsior for Marvel Comics' Stan Lee, and Maverick for Senator John McCain. I never thought the dictionary would make me cry, but here we are. And we're days away from Christmas, which means a lot of you will probably be traveling home for the holidays. If you're flying back to see mom and dad, we thought you might want some very important knowledge before you board. What are the germiest places in airports and airplanes? I know, I know, it's gross. But wouldn't you rather know so you can take on those germs with a disinfectant wipe in hand? I know I'll be armed with at least three packs on my flight this weekend. First and germiest by far, the tray table. But you eat on that, I know. In 2015, travel calculation site TravelMath sent a microbiologist to collect 26 samples from different surfaces in five airports on four flights. The tray table on the back of the cabin seats tested highest for bacteria, with 2,155 colony-forming units per square inch. For reference, the lavatory flush button had only 265. Inside the airport, Travel Math found that water fountain buttons took the crown for the germiest spot with 1,240 colony forming units per square inch, while the bathroom stall locks tested for a surprising 70. Next up, I'm sorry to tell you, is your seat. In 2014, researchers from Auburn University showed in a two-year study that bacteria can thrive on flights for several days. And the bacteria lived the longest on, you guessed it, cabin seat material. Ew. Here's some tips to make travel easier and cleaner for you. Wash your hands frequently. If you're really in a bind, 
turn to a stash of baby wipes or some hand sanitizer. Yes, TSA should allow it as long as it's in a travel size container that's 3.4 ounces or less. So now that you're prepared, happy germ-free traveling. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. Facebook reportedly gave some of the world's largest tech companies access to users' personal data, including allowing some firms to read and delete users' private messages and obtain contact information through their friends, without users' knowledge or consent. The New York Times on Tuesday detailed how Facebook, through data-sharing, quote, business partnerships, shared and traded user data with more than 150 companies, including Amazon, Microsoft, Netflix, Spotify, Yahoo, and the Russian search engine Yandex. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!